The story of Moses is one that is filled with drama. Swiftly changing political scenes, civil disobedience, royal rescuers, mysticism, empire oppression, murder, hiding from the law, miracles, immigrating, heavenly voices, miraculous shrubbery, and bouts of enormous self-doubt. Sounds like an epic poem of old. The life of Moses has incredible lows and tremendous highs full of poetry. Because it's so poetic and has inspired poets for centuries, I will be sharing selected poems within the sermon context today. Today we come upon Moses as an adult. He is a Levite on both sides of his family. He is married to Zipporah, has a son named Gershom, and his father-in-law named Jethro, who is a priest of Midian for whom Moses is shepherding. He's leading sheep out into the wilderness. He goes to Horeb, called the Mountain of God, and there on the mountain is a bush that is burning, but is not burning. Moses says to himself, I must turn aside and look at this great sight and see why the bush is not burned up. What is this place? What is happening for Moses? I think what Moses has come upon here is a thin place. Thin places or spaces are believed to be places where the veil in between the divine and the earth is especially thin. A place or person in which God is especially felt to be present. Now, God is present everywhere and always. Don't get me wrong, but for some reason, it's felt, God is felt to be closer to us in certain times and places. Some of us have felt that moment in a mountaintop adventure or a quiet desert scape. For some, it's a body of water that ebbs and flows. For others, it's the birth of a child. Or perhaps it's that pre-death moment of a beloved. For others, it's a beautiful piece of art or a piece of poetry. Or maybe it's church. Julianne Stance states, A thin place is where God and humanity meet in a mysterious way. These moments open us to places of rawness and beauty When we enter a thin place, something seems to break open inside of us, and words are inadequate to explain or describe what we're experiencing. In these moments, we feel a breakthrough, as if we break through from the ordinary and experience the extraordinary amid our very lives. Barbara Holmes says, wherever these thin places are for us, truth abides in them. The very energy can feel different in thin places. One such place for me is Cypress Hills. Three and a half years ago, I went with my best friend Carrie, and as we drove through southern Alberta, suddenly these gray-green hills rose out of the prairies and the farmland. There's flora that can only be found in the alpine climate, of the Rockies that glaciers have left behind in Cypress Hills as they scoured the landscape. There are plateaus and springs, lakes and grassland, alluvial fans filled with lush undergrowth, 
For days I explored, and I fell in love with this place. My last morning there, I walked out to a lookout where circles of stones still marked where teepees used to sit, and plains native people would gather for winter, for a wealth of game, and for protection from winter winds. 7,000 years of people lived and moved in this place. It seemed as if I could almost feel them. I sat still with my palms on the ground, just listening and being present. God was with me there in such a palpable way. I struggle to describe it. I could feel tears at the back of my eyes as I sat there with such a feeling of divine love. And then, as suddenly as it came, it was gone. James Finley calls them fleeting moments of the infinite. As soon as we try to focus on them, they can be gone. Organized religion has often feared these places. It focuses on tradition and scripture to the minimization or even the denial of experience. Instead, Richard Rohr tells us that we can use a three-pronged approach of methodology to interpret these moments. Scripture is validated by experience. Experience is validated by tradition. It's kind of a tricycle, he says, with uh, experience being the front wheel. Richard tells us we're not being honest with ourselves if we do not acknowledge everything is filtered through our experience. But we don't stop there. We examine these experiences alongside scripture and tradition. So here's Moses, about to have an experience with God in this thin place on Mount Horeb. I must turn aside and look at this great sight and see why the bush is not burned up. His reactions are wonderful to me. He chooses to turn aside, and he recognizes that this is an amazing thing he has seen. How many times have I or we missed miraculous things because we didn't stop and take in the wonder of something? Moses knows to stop. Then he wants to explain this miraculous thing. Of course he does. Our brains are amazing problem solvers, and they seek solutions to what we see as problems, sometimes rather than sitting in the wonder. Life is not hurrying on to a receding future nor hankering after an imagined past. It is the turning aside like Moses to the miracle of the lit bush, to a brightness that seemed as transitory as your youth once, but is the eternity that waits you. The Bright Field by R.S. Thomas. Then God calls out to him, Moses, Moses, here I am. Now, I think this is pretty calm and collected when there's a bush on fire that has this voice that's calling out to him. Come no closer. Remove the sandals from your feet, for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. The word remove, when God tells Moses to remove his his sandals, is actually closer to the word shed. Moses, shed your sandals, like old skin, or a shell that no longer fits, or antlers that give way to the soft velvet full of nutrients to grow new antlers. 
holy ground. Where do we see this holy ground? Is it only in those thin places of moments I mentioned earlier? I don't think so. I believe all ground is holy. Let's take a moment, and if you're willing and able, take off your shoes. Seriously, take them off if you're willing and able. Earth's crammed with heaven, and every common bush afire with God. But only they who sees takes off their shoes. Elizabeth Barrett Browning. Sit where you are for a moment. Feel the ground under your feet. Feel the wood or the carpet floor or the grass if you're outside or the linoleum if you're in the pew. Think of the people who have come before and have been in this place. The Blackfoot who camped on the ground where our very church is located. Your ancestors who maybe worked the land around Edmonton. The animals that marked paths with their paws and their hooves. And God, who is ever-present with us here. All ground is holy. For the very earth is holy. The ground under our feet, take off your shoes and feel it. Feel the dry ground powder and the sharp stones. The infinite tiny beans that call the earth home. Take off your shoes. Know you are a part of all this. Part of the glory that fills all things as the waters fill the seas. You will be heard. Wherever you are. You can listen wherever you are. You are home. Holy Ground Barefoot by Andrea Skevington. Moses is barefoot and listening to the holy that speaks to him from the burning bush. I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. I am who I am. This is who calls Moses. This is who calls us. He tells Moses he sees the misery of his people. God also sees the misery of today and cares. I know their suffering. He knows suffering and he wishes to partner with Moses, with us, to bring release from suffering, balm to the aching, and love to our world. Who am I that I should go? Yes, we know this insecurity, this fear of not being enough or being eloquent. I will be with you. But I don't have the words. People will not believe me. I'm not even sure who you are. Please send someone else. Moses as well as ourselves. Often, we often have excuses for why we can't do the thing we are called to do. Discerning our way is not a straight line but an up-and-down road filled with setbacks and with our own denials. Most of us have not been brought up in ways of explaining the mystery of God, of our experiences. It's filled with fear. Where do we welcome the mysterious in our lives? 
Howard Thurman said, The movement of the Spirit of God in the hearts of men and women often calls them to act against the spirit of their times or causes them to anticipate a spirit which is not yet in the making. In a moment of dedication, they are given wisdom and courage to dare a deed that challenges and to kindle a hope that inspires. It's a kind of initiation, a dramatic moment after which Moses will never be the same. Moses moves forward in ways he never could have anticipated or dreamt. He will have to go to those scary places and do things that seem impossible. He will go from leading sheep in the wilderness to leading a nation of people through the wilderness toward that promised land of milk and honey. To kindle a hope that inspires. This is what Moses will do. Imperfectly, with temper and frustration, but he will do it. With fear and trembling, he will do it. With great dragging of his barefoot heels, he will do it. This is from Blessing at the Burning Bush by Jan Richardson. You will have to decide if you want this. Want the blessing that comes to you on an ordinary day when you are minding your own path, bent on the task before you that you've done a hundred times, a thousand. You will have to choose for yourself whether you will attend to the signs, whether you'll open your eyes to the searing light, the heat, whether you will open your ears, your heart, to the voice that knows your name that tells you this place, where you stand, this ground so familiar and therefore unregarded, is, in fact, holy. You'll have to discern whether you have defenses enough to rebuff the call, excuses sufficient to withstand the pull of what blazes before you, whether you will hide your face, will turn away, back toward What exactly? No path from here could ever be ordinary again, could ever become unstrange to you whose scene has been scorched beyond all salving. You will know your path, not by how it shines before you, but because of how it burns within you, leaving you whole as you go from here blazing with your inarticulate, your inescapable, yes, 